original she. Top income producer, freedom advocate, serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad. I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started. Well, hey there, CEOs, and welcome to another guest episode. And y'all, OMG, this is a topic that literally too many of us are avoiding from the beginning, in the middle, and we end up having to deal with it at some point or at the end slash demise of our business. Womp womp, right? So we do not want to have that happening. So let me be the first to say stop right now. Literally stop and grab a pen and a piece of paper to take notes because this topic will literally save your ass or drown it when shit hits the fan. This is me swearing like a parrot because something has to wake us up y'all. And by us, I mean the solo and micropreneurs of the world who think that because they are small time, that we are immune to the big time losses and that quote unquote, no one will go after us, right? For indemnification should something occur in our business. Now, I need you to ask yourself this one simple question before we begin. You ready? Ready for it? If someone were to sue me today for whatever reason, literally be it copyright infringement or intellectual property rights or fraudulent claims or misrepresentation, Do I feel safe that I am safe guarded against this? If you suddenly became as wide-eyed and bushy-tailed as a white-tailed deer in headlights, or you felt that wave of panic come over you, yeah, I totally get that. It's a scary thought and it's a really scary question to answer and I totally understand. And yet, it's an absolute must to do so because protection is like health insurance. You hate to enroll in it, right? It can be nauseating to pay for it, yeah. But when you need it and you pull that card out because you have it, like damn, it feels good. It feels right and responsible and dutiful to carry it and even creates a peace of mind to know it's there versus paying that large lump sum when the bus knocks you to the pavement, right? I often say my insurance will cover me when I get hit by a bus. So if you don't if you didn't get that, that's where that's coming from. So I have brought on literally the perfect guest to speak with us today regarding this very topic. Nicole has been an attorney licensed in the state of California for over eight years now. After four and a half years at a big firm, she became a mama. After she experienced postpartum anxiety and good God, 12 to 14 hour days with a three month old at home, I can only imagine, she realized that she was working, but it wasn't going to work anymore, right? I'm sure a lot of us have felt that and been there. So she started her own firm and spent the next two years learning how to actively create a work-life balance while teaching other women to do the same. Can I get an amen? After receiving countless questions from other online entrepreneurs who were just so overwhelmed with legal, 
She pivoted in her coaching to offer legal templates to take the expense and overwhelm out of the process for them. Because while you don't have to devote all of your time, energy, and money to addressing legal issues as an entrepreneur, you do have to become familiar with the law and how it pertains to you. So her brick and mortar firm handles family law and contract law, things like custom contracts and policy drafting, review and legal strategy, which hello, that stuff is important if you didn't know. So her online business provides legal templates for online business owners who aren't ready to work with an attorney one-on-one, but know they need legal protections in place. From their client agreements to their website's privacy policy, all of the things. So let's talk about some of her accolades because she has got some of those, my gosh. Her professional bio reads as such. She received the Super Lawyers Rising Star Award 2018 to 2020 for being, um, hello, top 2.5% of attorneys in the entire state. She graduated from Southwestern Law School in 2011 and was the recipient of the Dean's Scholar and Dean's Merit Scholarships. I don't even know what those are, but they sound very important. She received awards for having the highest grades in sales law and legal writing. She externed for the Honorable Judge Scott M. Gordon, the former presiding judge of Los Angeles County Superior Court. Whoa. Family law division is what he was all about, and that's what she's about too on top of all of our business needs. She obtained valuable knowledge and insight regarding court proceedings and strategies, of course, and she studied English, actually, at California State University, Long Beach, as a president scholar with a full scholarship, and graduated magna cum laude with a bachelor's of arts and a minor in sociology in 2006, and if that wasn't enough, she's also a member of Phi Beta Kappa, which I know to be a very important thing in the law society and profession. So, holy moly y'all, that intro doesn't do her complete justice. So I'm gonna go ahead and bring her on because she knows her stuff and you need that stuff. So here she is, Miss Nicole Oden. How are you today? Hi, thanks so much for having me on and for that amazing intro. Absolutely, oh my goodness. I am so excited about this. Okay, lady. Let's hit the wall head on right out of the gates because I know this is a topic that so many business owners avoid. So tell me this, what are the top three pitfalls that that can occur if you find your business to not be legally protected along the way? Yeah, so I'm going to jump into those, but first I'm going to give my standard disclaimer. It's the attorney and me. Sorry, I have to do it. Um, so I am Nicole Shree Odin. I'm a licensed attorney in the state of California and everything I'm going to chat about today is legal education and information. It's not legal advice, business advice, or financial advice. It doesn't create an attorney client relationship between us. And you definitely want to make sure to chat with an attorney in your area to make sure that you're taking the right steps for you and your business. So yes. I think the, the biggest kind of pitfall, if you are not protecting yourself, you're not protecting your business, is you're going to wind up going to court. I mean, something's going to happen, somebody is going to sue you, and I think that is one of the most scary kind of notices that you will get uh, is if you've been served. So that's one of the biggest pitfalls. Uh, Along with that, you may end up having to pay somebody else's attorney's fees to uh, deal with this issue. You may have to pay them damages, and you're also going to have to pay your own attorney's fees to help dig you out of this mess 
if you end up having to go to court or even if you end up in say arbitration or mediation, if that's what your contract provides. I mean, it, it can get really, really expensive and you will be facing a really, really huge headache if you don't kind of deal with this stuff head on from the outset. Mm, oh my goodness. Yes. That sounds like a very large headache, otherwise known as a migraine and often debilitating. <laughs> Not something I want to deal with, that's for sure. So now what is the most expensive result from not having a legal representative or knowing your legal rights in your business and how to protect them that you've seen? Is there a story that you could tell us about this? Obviously in no names. Yeah, I mean, I can't get into specifics because of confidentiality reasons. Um, but I, I think one of kind of the most common misconceptions in the online space uh, is that Google is kind of, um, you Google it and it's yours. If it's online, it's yours, you can use it. And so I see a lot of online entrepreneurs will kind of go pull uh, photos or they will pull resources and they will use them as theirs and they're not realizing that there's copyright rights that are attached to those. Uh, so I have actually had a client who was Googling to find photos for her blog uh, and then she would just put them on her blog and they were literally across multiple blog posts. And lo and behold, um, technology is, you know, it's ever changing. And there's now these tools that will comb the internet for photographers and other bloggers and see if somebody's using your copyrighted materials. So they landed on her, her website and it was like a treasure trove for them because there was a bunch of this photographer's material on the website without credits given, without permission for it being used. Um, and she immediately got uh, a cease and desist letter and we had to kind of negotiate, but she ended up paying $20,000 in damages. And under copyrights, I mean, those damages are statutory. So you can't just say, oh, I didn't know, I didn't understand. That's not a defense. You're still on the hook. So this is why I always tell my clients that you start your business and you think I'm so small, somebody's not going to worry about me or this doesn't apply. Um, and maybe you've gotten away with stuff. I mean, maybe you've been in business for 10 years and you've kind of skipped it under the radar without having some legal protections in place. But when something happens, if you haven't taken the steps to kind of have that understanding and make sure you're protected, you really are kind of just left trying to pick up the pieces and minimize your exposure and potential damages you have to pay and your own attorney's fees for having to defend and it is really like an insurance policy. So you could avoid a lot of that by getting this in place now. Um, so yeah, the, the damages can be high. And this, that, that's actually a pretty, a pretty good outcome. I work with other attorneys and I've seen you know damages for different varying small business lawsuits that have reached up into the millions, so. Yikes, I do not have a million dollars in my back pocket. I don't know about you all. So it sounds to me like we better get protected now. So it kind of reminds me of, does anybody remember high school going back and having to cite references with MLA and whatever the other um, type was, but it's kind of the same thing, right? Like everything that we use has come from somewhere and its property has va its property, its ownership has value. And so we don't have the right to just take anything nilly-willy off of the internet and call it ours. There's intellectual property rights that actually, you know, are contain bound that keep it within the boundaries of this is mine and this is yours, just like the fences do of our property lines. So I think that's really important to know and such a good point to make. So thank you for that. 
So let's get a strategic approach about this since we are all now chomping at the bit to ensure that these things do not happen to us, right? So what is the very first step you suggest that the ladies out there do to ensure that their business is protected, whether they're just starting out or they're scaling to those millions and they're just realizing they're at step one as far as their legality and protection? Yeah, so I think the very, very first step is to get a really solid contract in place. So if you are, let's say, an online service provider, be that a coach or a graphic designer or, you know, um, some other form of service provider, you want to make sure you have a really rock solid contract to protect both you and your clients. Because at the end of the day, that contract is the backbone and it protects your income, which is obviously if you are not making income, you really don't have a business. That's look, we all start a business from our hearts. It's something that we're passionate about. It's something that we love doing. I am right there with you. I love what I do, but I also want to make sure I'm making money. Mm -hmm. So having that written contract, and I'm a big, big firm proponent of having it be a written contract is something that you can fall back on if something happens with you and your client, you have a disagreement about exactly what services you're supposed to be providing, or let's say they are disputing the payment and you have a payment provision that outlines when an installment payment is due or what happens if they ask for a refund. Mm -hmm. If you kind of just um, decided you're going to wing it or you're going to rely on the he said, she said from your telephone intake, you kind of don't really have a solid foundation to have that full conversation and something to fall back on if that issue arose. So I think that's one of the smartest things to do. Um, and you know, proof of concept is a big thing. So you want to make sure that you are making money. I think getting the contract in place, make sure that you are making money in your business and then turning to look to, okay, what type of business entity, um, if you have proof of, proof of concept, you're earning income, getting a business entity in place, perhaps to, um, get some limited liability. That's a really, really, really smart thing that you can do. In California um, and across the nation, really, the default business entity is a sole proprietorship, which basically means that you and your business are the same person. And everything that you do in your business, you are personally personally liable for. So somebody can sue you personally and come after you. Mm. Versus if you decide to form an LLC or a corporation, the, the states actually look at that business entity as a separate person under the law. So the business is held liable, not you personally, unless you've done something that kind of muddies the waters and uh, the court can do something called pierce the corporate veil, which is a whole other issue. Uh, but I think those are kind of the two key points is to make sure you're getting a solid contract in place, protect that income, make sure you get income coming in and then kind of decide what business entity makes sense for your business. Mm, yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. Now let's speak to the woman who is brand new. She's starting out, right? She's listening to this and she understands that protection is key or she understands now. So what are the three key concepts she should start with and utilize in order to get protected from the start and the launch of her business? Mm, okay, so I think this is gonna go back to the example that I gave with the client who was Googling and pulling images. Don't Google your legal. Do not do it. So you hear me say get a contract in place, please don't just go Google contract and pull something offline and start using it. A, you don't know if the contract terms are even applicable to you and your business. There could be something in there that is not applicable at all and it actually, it could be missing key components, key provisions that should be there to protect you. And the flip side of that is it's somebody else's copyrighted material. So 
don't do it. Um, and I highly recommend not really trying to piece together other people's contracts as well. I see this a lot in the online space where you've got girlfriends who are in the online space and everybody kind of shares their contracts and it becomes this whole mishmash of provisions. Um, and I cannot tell you how many times I'll see contracts come through that have the wrong states in them for jurisdiction. They have the wrong business name in them. They, I mean, it's just, it can be a mess. So that's the first thing. I really think that if you're going to take the first step to get contracts and policies in place for your business, either sit down with an attorney on a one-on-one -on -one basis and have a conversation with them and have them custom draft the contracts or policies for you, or start with a really solid legal template that you can customize yourself. And that's kind of a springboard for you to be able to make sure that you have protections in place, which is so key. Um, and really knowing what your contract terms are is another really important thing. I know so many entrepreneurs will get contracts and they will say, oh, my contract has these quote unquote boilerplate provisions in them and I don't really pay attention to them, but the devil is in the details. I can't tell you how many times I've seen disputes kind of come to a head because of what's in that small print that you are just so uninterested in reading. Um, so I think really sitting down and reading your contract and understanding it. And if you don't understand it, working with an attorney to explain the concepts and kind of walk you through what it looks like is one of the best investments that you can make. Um, and I think one of the really one of the best investments you can make as a business owner is to sit down with a small business attorney, even if it's just a consult for an hour to talk about your business and what it looks like and the services or the products that you offer. Um, if you're brick and mortar, if you're in the online space, how you're going to handle payments, how you're going to handle people's personal information, just to get that all flushed out and see the policies and contracts that you should be having in place. See, you know, are you working with independent contractors or employees? Because those have very different um, distinctions and different policies that would come along with that. And just getting the lay of the land from day one is one of the most important things you can do as a business owner. Mm, yes. I know for me, that gave me peace of mind, just knowing that my contracts were in place, my terms and conditions were correct, that, you know, my stipulations were within my legal rights and limits. And it, yes, it definitely helps to know that you're protected from the get-go. So Agreed. How about the woman who's scaling to, I don't know, X number, let's call it a million dollars, and she's been running an unsheltered business now for however long, meaning it feels very unprotected. It's wide open, right? And she's listening to this advice. She's worrying she's gone too far into her business, and now she has no idea how to retroactively protect herself and her growing business. So what should she do right now to make sure she is, in fact, sheltered from the oncoming threats that exist in the world? Okay, so I think it's important to understand that you can't put legal protections in place retroactively. So it's going to be one of those situations where you will get your shit together, essentially, but it's going to be on a going forward basis. So I think it's really important to start getting the contracts and policies in place, get them drafted. Um, get your clients to sign on to those contracts. If you've got existing clients now, have them go ahead and agree to those new contract terms. Um, make sure that you are doing what you can now. Knowing that you can't fix things retroactively, but you can fix them going forward, and that's where you kind of just need to be forward-looking and doing everything you can to deal with what happens in the future. Mm, okay, awesome. Now, I know you have some really easy and simple ways to help them DIY this and also ways that they can work with you personally or DWI or DFY, if you will. So tell us how the women out there can get started with you 
and what you offer. Yeah, so I work with entrepreneurs that are kind of in the new to mid kind of years of their business. So they're either just getting started or they're that woman who's been around for a while and they're starting to scale, but they're realizing that they didn't have the protections in place. So as a kind of accessible, easy alternative to sitting down with an attorney, which can get expensive, I offer legal templates in my legal shop for other online business owners. So everything from your client contract to your privacy policy and terms and conditions for your website, uh, your terms of use, if you offer some sort of downloadable product or an affiliate membership um, or an online membership, a non-disclosure agreement or an independent contractor agreement. There are templates that you can get in and complete yourself. You can take them to an attorney in your area. It's a lot cheaper and it's just much more accessible for business owners who know that they need to get legal in place, but they're just not ready to pull the trigger with working with an attorney. Now, if you're in California, you can also head to my firm. I actually have a virtual firm and I work with online business owners to custom draft the contracts and the policies or review a contract. If you've had a contract in place, but maybe your services have changed or you changed your refund policy or uh, your business name or your business entity and you want to make sure everything's kind of like tied up in a bow, um, I'll sit down and review or we can just have a strategy session. So you don't even know what contracts you need to have or you do have some, you don't know if they're working and what you should do. We'll, we'll hop on a strategy call and kind of walk through what it looks like, what it should look like uh, and get you on your way, making sure that everything's kind of going in the right direction. Awesome. Okay. And for everybody out there who heard that little bark in the background, I've got two doggies just running around. We just moved to Boise. So we are just all crazy over here, but I so appreciate that information. Oh my goodness. Yes. You offer so much. There's so much diversity in what you can do and what you're able to help with, especially if you're in the state of California, which I know that we have some women out there listening in that beautiful state. So I actually have an affiliate status with Miss Nicole. And so I'm going to drop down in the show notes the link to grab the templates really simply off of this episode itself. And then also as a bonus, these are going to be added to my courses that are coming out later this summer. So look for those. Very excited to partner with Nicole. I love everything that you've been able to give us. So Here is the wonderful thing for the ladies out there that want to get to know you more. You are also on social media, as are many of us. So I know that they would probably love to follow you, connect with you, and collaborate with you even, like I have. So how can they find you? Where do you hang out online? Yeah, so my main platform is Instagram. I love Instagram. So I'm there, Nicole Sheree Odin. Uh, I have a Facebook page for both my template business, which is Nicole Shree Odin Legal Templates, as well as for my firm, which I'm just in the process of getting started, and that's Nicole Shree Odin Law, uh, and I'm on Pinterest and LinkedIn as well. Love it. All of the places. All of the places. So, Nicole, I can't even tell you what a pleasure it's been. When we connected and I found out what a resource you are, I was beyond excited to collaborate and create such a pertinent and important episode around this topic. So, I know as a three-time, almost four-time, six-figure entrepreneur that one of the biggest struggles has always been around 
legal. And some of the biggest misconceptions and avoided topics are also legal. So I'm really glad that you came on to set some of us straight to give us a little more peace of mind and to give us the tools to create that. So thank you for coming on my airwaves today. I have enjoyed this so much. Thank you so much for having me. Your energy is just, it's so magnetic. It's, it's been a blast. Ah, oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Okay, my dear CEOs, I hope this scares you straight. Yes, I actually do hope that this scares you because I want you to run straight into the arms of Nicole and her knowledge because the simple fact is this. We will not all deal with legal issues in our businesses. I haven't had any yet, but for those of us who will, it is one of the deadliest and most costly mistakes that we can possibly make to not know our legal rights, our boundaries, and how to protect ourselves from those who wish to do harm or those who are possibly even negatively impacted in any way and choose to seek restorations from such. So I love to believe that the world is a rosy place filled with unicorns and rainbows. I really do. I'm an optimist by nature, but the simple fact is there are thorns on every rose, unicorns don't exist, and with rain comes rainbows. So let me leave you with this. I'm going to ask you three simple questions. Are you protected? Do you know your legal rights? And are you set up for success with the appropriate contracts and forms and conditions to your business? If your answer is no, or hell, I don't know, well, then it's time to find out. So I will drop Nicole's info, like I said, in the show notes below. So I look forward to seeing who out there is going to get your business in order with my new friend, Miss Nicole. So with that, ladies, you know it's time. Let's go out into the world. Go bigger. Protect yourself against smaller. Create absolute peace of mind and thus make more money, and live so much freaking freer. You know it. Until next time, love you long time. What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.